Uh, no, we're not talking Monica Sellis here. This is kind of how it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> More like that. Hey, welcome to Three Beers 2. Welcome back, guys. Hey. We got Fab Gigi back in the studio with Bonk. <laughs> Glad to be back. Thanks for having me back, Hog. Yeah, I'm not going to edit that awkward part out. That was real nice. <laughs> Almost a man-to-man lip moment. Yeah. <laughs> All right, um, dude, we got a lot to talk about. So much went on this last week. Yeah, it was crazy. How was your trip overseas? Uh, it was cool. It was fun. Were um, you in London? I was in London. Yeah, I was visiting my brother. Did you go to the game? I uh, did not go to the game. I did see a lot of people in NFL jerseys though, walking around. Yeah, not just like Tampa Bay Buccaneers jerseys, but all sorts. In fact, I was surprised. The most popular jersey I saw was New England Patriots. Really? Well, I guess. Not sure if they understand the whole backstory on the mascot there. Or why, <laughs> you know. This the is team awkward. for Boston is the Patriots, but yeah. that time in history was erased from their history books a while right. ago. Yeah, yeah. That's like uh, going to Japan and seeing them wear like the American T-shirts that they have no idea what the words say. Right. And it's like I fuck bitches or whatever, and it's like some kid wearing a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's called Jamaican. Jamaican. Like you, just they just miss it. You know, it's spelled correctly, but no. Yeah, swinging a miss. Yeah. So on the back of those jerseys was the was Antonio Brown the most popular player? Or? Tom Brady. Oh, okay. Yeah. Those Brown jerseys were cheap. Tongue in cheek. Oh, did you see any Aaron Hernandez jerseys? No. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> a so killer I have, jersey. I have a real quick story about this. I was at a Chargers game. This is four or five years ago, back when I was a Chargers fan, and when they lived in San Diego. I was on the tram going home. I think they played the Steelers. They did, and Mike Vick. Ran it in from the one yard line on fourth and one to win the game. Blah, blah, blah. doesn't matter. Anyway, there's a guy on the tram wearing a Patriots jersey. And I was like, that's kind of weird, but whatever. Rep your squad, I guess. And he turned around, and it was an Aaron Hernandez jersey. And he had just <laughs> got convicted of double murder or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, you're the biggest scumbag I've ever seen. Yeah. The it's fan. Dedicated. The, well, fan. and Aaron Hernandez. He go. He go. <laughs> That guy probably also has one of those memes where it's like, if you can't support me on my best day, you don't deserve oh Or yeah, if you can't support me on my worst day, you don't deserve, you don't me, deserve my me at my best. Yeah. All right. Uh, what beers do we got today, Bonk? We went a little random today. So the name of the beer, I think the company is Fremont. And the name of the, uh, it's a Pride Seattle Kolsch. So we just kind of went with the local. It was under the seasonal section. So that's going to be the theme today. Just kind of the random seasonal type of beer. I love it, and that was in Be- Bevmo. You went to Bevmo purchase. That's right. That's right. You said you're just you're just like walking around and trying to find a theme, and that kind of stuck out at you. Yeah, you know when you go to a store and you just want to wander and be in your own head, and they're yeah. like, "Can we help you, sir?" Like, no, no, I, no. I just want to fucking figure it out on my own. Yeah, and I did. I did. I think I really hit. I I like this. I I mean, I've heard. I like. I haven't tasted it yet. Yeah. Have you ever see, watched the show Parks and Recreation? I have. You have, what's the uh, Ron Swanson? You ever seen him? At, he's at Home Depot and he's like, I know more than you. He's like, can I help you, sir, at Home Depot? And he's like, I know more than you. Like, get away yeah. from me. Tracking, that's good. I just want to walk around and have fun. Especially in a beer store. Like, that's my domain. Right. Yeah. I love it. So uh, what else do we got? What are the other two beers we got? We've got a Hoppy Pride Pilsner. Nice. Who, what the... Uh, and uh, they also have a fun, it's from uh, Shipyard Brewing, and on the side of the can, they also have a fun bio. It says, it's not just about having pride in how we make our beer, it's about having pride in who we are and what we stand for. Our Hoppy Pride Pilsner is creatively drinkable, 
Clean, crisp, fun-loving pills. It's a unique blend of hops, blast flavors of orange, citrus, floral notes, and slight spice through your palate with a sense of individuality that stands up and shouts, love is for everyone. They're making a lot of claims, and I can't wait to taste every one of those. It's going to be good. Then we got one completely different. It's called Rosé for Days. Spelled D-A-Z-E. And Rosé is spelled normally, though. Yeah, but it's going to put you in a daze, right? How, how strong is that one? Six percent, actually. Let's go. A little surprising. Let's go. Slightly tart, highly refreshing. A rosé style ale with hibiscus and prickly pear. Prickly pear. Oh my god. Who does not like prickly pear? <laughs> it just tickles you all the way down. Hog, being a Arizonian, Arizona sooner guy, I know you're a huge prickly pear fan. <laughs> you're a son of a bitch. I believe you? that's the state pear of Arizona. Yeah, it's, it is the state pear. Thank you for noticing yeah. that. Most people don't know that, and it upsets me. It's a hybrid between a cactus and a normal pear. Yeah. yeah. Can I have one of those? Uh, what's the first pair? Yeah, let's get that. It's the uh, Fremont Pride. The Fremont Pride. Thank the you very Seattle, much. Seattle Colch. This is Seattle. Yeah. That's right. I'm a huge Kolsch guy. We did a Kolsch episode a while back, I think. We did? Yeah. All right, well, let's crack them and do our favorite segment, Beat or Leap. Beat or Leap. So awkward. That's sick. I could just add in like a space. I don't do it. Those are good dance moves. You thank you. Yeah, I'm in my head thinking about my my. I'm actually so upset. I'm gonna go with my beat. I'm gonna talk about my boys, the Sooners. Anyone that watched that game or has social media or the internet in general saw what happened to our schooner wagon. That was insane, right? Yeah, they just took the turn way too fast. It was crazy. That girl got fucking flung across the the field. It was like. You guys ever seen those powerboat races? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was randomly turned on the TV this afternoon when I was not at work. So. <laughs> and uh, powerboat racing was on, and this all I could think about was some dude taking the turn to you sharp and tomahawking himself, and then it reminded me of the schooner. The schooner. Scene. And then they're done, they're done for the year. The schooner's yeah. not going to ride again. Out for the rest of the year. Who put that? Is that uh, school policy or PETA? PETA? Or it's got to be PETA policy. Do they have influence over what the university can and can't yeah. do? I don't. I mean, I assume so. That was the Roughnecks. The crew was called the Roughnecks, and uh, I don't think the guy was holding the reins. Probably wasn't properly trained on schooner etiquette. Took the turn way too hard and spilled everything. I'm pretty sure we saw some empty beers flying out of the back of that thing. <laughs> yeah. Which would be elite if they caught that on camera. But oh, what kind of dr- beers do they drink in Oklahoma? Uh, Oklahoma-based beers. <laughs> oh, got it. <laughs> I figured uh, since you went there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let you know in December. <laughs> Dick. So that's my beat. My lead is going to be someone no one's probably heard of. It's Chandler Jones, former New England Patriot, uh, now Cardinal, NFC Defensive Player of the Week. But he's from a small market, so no one really hears about him. The dude is on fire. He had four sacks, one strip sack on Danny Dimes, I think they call him. He looked god-awful against the Cardinals, by the way, who is my team. But the Cardinals shouldn't make any quarterback look god-awful. Not this year, but anyway, Chandler Jones did awesome. Kicked Danny Dimes' ass, strip sack on a critical time, put pressure on all day with T-Sizzle, old trail sugs. But anyway, it's nice to see someone from a small market get get recognized like that. That's my beater leap. All right, Fab, what do you got? Give me a beater leap. Right, just to piggyback off of what you used earlier for Chandler Jones, I'm going to go with another defensive end in the NFC. Okay. Specifically on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, really? Jason Pierre-Paul was JPP. placed on injured reserve before the season due to a broken neck. That, However, that guy's he's been explosive. working his way back. And uh, with the new injured reserve rules, he could possibly return to the field this year. He was being interviewed in a locker room today, and a reporter 
said to him, not a lot of people have come back from broken necks. What was his response? Yeah, but not a lot of people have come back from blowing off their hand either. <laughs> I've, he- I've heard reports from camp that he looks like a freak, like yeah. freakishly athletic, ready to go. He is extremely athletic. I remember back when he was at uh, the University of South Florida, they were actually scouting another guy, George Selvey, over him, but Jason Pierre-Paul kind of stole the show and had a much better NFL career. You very, remember when he played with that, that cast over his like, hand? Yeah. He looked like a freaking club. It was awesome. My question, did he blow off his thumb in the uh, fireworks in- incident? I think it was his other fingers. Like I think, okay, I think so he, he, still, lost... he still has the capability of grabbing, you know, a yeah. bar. Yeah. Opposable and thumbs are there. He looked like Chubbs from Happy Gilmore with his hand just like it <laughs> it was bad. After it got ran over. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, we might have to Google this, but I'm pretty sure that he blew off middle ring and pinky. So he can he's like pointing a gun. He can do finger guns. He he's do always finger, doing all time finger, finger guns. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I, that could be Googled. I don't Sir, know. holster that weapon. That's JPP, man. No, that's good. I I'm, I kind of hope he makes it back. I'm a Bruce Arians fan, so I kind of like like the Bucks now. I guess we'll see. Yeah, and so they no, cost me a lot of money when they beat the Rams, though. So that was neither my beat nor my lead. That was just a piggyback. Oh, that was just a, a piggyback yeah, yeah. copy. First up, beat Nelson Aguilar and his effort in the fourth quarter against the Dallas Cowboys. Eagles are down thirty to ten with eleven minutes left. Carson Wentz drops back, throws a bomb 50 yards down the field. Aguilar is running free. He's got about a yard or two separation on the Cowboys defender. Looks up, sees the ball. He has his arms outstretched and then decides to pull them back in and stop running. The ball falls where his hands were a split second beforehand. Coming from someone who bet the over in that game, I was very upset at that play. I just wish that uh, the local Philadelphia media had found the same guy who was catching the children out of the fire like a month ago and said, yeah, yep. we was catching them unlike Aguilar Man, and get his response. To that it. would have been great. Anyway, and then my lead is uh, Bill Belichick's rules knowledge and the way that he exploits loopholes in the NFL that no one else seems to be able to do. So the Patriots were taking it to the Jets, and Bill Belichick hates the New York Jets. They have a long history and he abhors them. Anytime he can make the Jets look dumb, he does it. Which isn't tenfold. hard. Yeah. Which isn't hard, yeah. He's very good at that. That might be the only reason he's still in the NFL is just to embarrass the Jets two times a year. Yeah. Three times a year if they ever make the playoffs. <laughs> Come on. I mean, that yeah, was good. I mean, that was nice. I like that. So the Patriots are trying to run out the clock. They have the ball in Jets territory. They're on like the 35 or so, so borderline field goal range. They run a third down play. It stopped short of the first down, so now it's fourth down. They elect a punt. They send out the punt team, and when the third down play ended, there was 11 minutes and 5 seconds on the clock. Belichick directs his punt team to take a deliberate delay of game penalty, with the premise being that they move back 5 yards, and that gives the punter more room to down the ball inside the 20 without getting a touchback. The Jets, ever the clever you know, Adam Gase, is wise to this plan, declines the penalty. He says, uh-uh, Bill Belichick, not up in here. Not today. So he uh, keeps his five yards, and then uh, Belichick sends out the punt team again, has the play clock wind all the way down while the, the game clock is running, and then has his up-back deliberately false start. Can I ask you something? They were on the 30, what were they, the 30? It was like the 32 or the 35 or How, how long of a field goal is that? That would be like a 42-yard field goal. You know, I, I played DraftKings, and I drafted the kicker. Or 52, yeah. Yeah, 52. yeah, around 18 yards or so. Yeah. Right? So I um, played DraftKings, drafted the kicker, and I was winning a lot of money. Uh-huh. 
for some reason, he didn't want to kick a field goal. Yeah, I, I, He did that twice in the game, I saw. I think he knew what was going to happen, and he wanted to make a point yeah. in this. So that's why he's like, you know what? I'll run another minute off the clock and then punt the ball. So Gase declined the false start penalty again, and they're back to where they started. And we got to see at that point the rarest thing in all of sports. The rarer than a hole-in-one, rarer than a perfect game, we got to see Bill Belichick smile on the sidelines a massive during an grin. NFL game. Yeah. A massive Bill Belichick Just grin. cheesy, yeah. <laughs> shit-eating grin spread across his face. He was trying to hold it in, yeah. too. That was the best part. You could see him yeah. like trying to stop smirking, I guess that's what you would call it, but he couldn't. I thought for sure he was going to go for around three. And I, I think the rest would have given him like unsportsmanlike or something at that point. Yeah, but. who was calling the game on that one? Was it my boy Booger? Oh yeah, Booger. And <laughs> yeah, because I think Booger said that he's like Booger. Oh no, you know what it is? Oh, this is what I want to talk about. Why is there only good one one good referee that is retired and talks? Mike Prayer, right? Every other ref that is retired and gone to any other like CBS or anyone else, they're garbage. I don't know who the referee analyst is for ESPN, but I I think he's miserable and he was like uh, you know they're gonna give him an unsportsmanlike penalty every time he says anything i'm like you're yeah. ri- you're ridiculous i don't think gene steratore is that bad but who was the guy that only lasted a year with cbs it yeah. was a. Uh, am trying to remember his name he was the worst literally every single review interpretation he made and like oh they're gonna stay with the original call or he oh, was, they're gonna overturn it he was like 100 wrong every there time. was a twitter page i think dedicated to him and it was yeah, exactly he was yeah. like oh for 20 at one point or something ridiculous yeah i'm sorry that's i think all those referees are beat they shouldn't be in the booth i think the announcers should make their own opinion and yeah. let me hear booger just sound like an idiot yeah i do like mike Pereira. i do the is that booger's counterpart on my no Who's mike, mike Pereira is the fox it's joe testor uh, Mike Prayer is the Fox analyst who sits in the booth, and they're like, "Oh, wait, Mike, we have a challenge flag here. What did you see?" And he's like, "Well, I think it's going to be overturned." He's normally pretty right, and he talks very short. This other guy on ESPN just rambles on, and it's just—it's really fucking frustrating. I don't know. So, beat. Mike Carey was the guy who was wrong on every single. Mike Carey—he was Carey. the worst. He is the worst. Monday Night Football. Do you think? God, this would be awful. Remember the Dennis Miller project? Oh my! Do you think God. they would ever? bring Stephen a smith to oh, football. why would you put that into the world I, i'm sorry <laughs> i just smith. i can't i don't think i could watch the game along with skip bayless and just have skip. them skip. Skip. the entire time they're not they're arguing about like lebron and Kawhi as the game oh is unfolding God. in front of us and everything about the cowboys yeah. every reference would go back to the cowboys that's awesome thanks Whoa. fab shout out to the san diego splash oh man so we gotta go find out when they play we have to broadcast yeah, live from a go. splash and we'll give away free jerseys, splash jerseys, anyone that shows up with us. <laughs> Are those available for purchase? Uh, no, I'll make them. They're made with love. <laughs> They're made. <laughs> Ethel and Gretchen make them. They hand stitch their own jerseys. It's, it's beautiful. And you get a free bag of cookies with yeah. every purchase. Jeej, <laughs> man. Welcome back. What do you got? Thanks, Pip. Beat. It's coming back to the fucking Chargers again. But if anyone watched football last weekend, you saw the worst possibly the top one worst performance on the goal line top one. ever <laughs> ever ever by any team so they chargers throw a uh, angle route to eckler looks like he scores they they called a touchdown they review it okay he was down maybe but wasn't conclusive evidence run a, a run play false start that one clearly scored and he walked in next play so they're five yards back pass interference in the corner they get it back on the one, first and goal on the one to win the game. 
Melvin Gordon, run one. Looks like he scored. I think they called it a touchdown. Then they overruled it again. I think that. Wait, you talking about the fumble? No, no, no. No, that was he the other one. The first time. Yeah, that was a. I think that was a score. So do I. Then they ran it again, called it another touchdown, and then they ruled it a fumble with the other team recovering. That I was think, obviously a fumble, though. Well, yeah, it was. I'm not. Di- yeah, disagree with that one. But I don't. I don't care. I, I love how it turned out. I'm saying that was the most pathetic effort I've ever seen on the goal line by any team of all time. Is this the most Chargers thing? the Chargers have ever done. It beats the kicker missing from 30 yards to beat the Patriots in the playoffs. Like, that is the worst thing I've ever seen. It was it was great. The, the Chargers chartered. Char, chargers the Chargers chartered. chartered ch- char, harder than any Chargers chartered Hard, before. Chargered. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, my lead is uh, watching the game last night. Max Scherzer, just a fucking animal, two different colored eyes. I think there's a term for that. There's a medical term, but I don't know what it is. Uh, but it's like heterochromia or something like that? Yeah, that sounds hetero. Something why, why do you know that? <clears throat> That's awesome. Wikipedia, son. Before the game, the uh, I was watching MLB Network, and the guys were talking. One of the guys was adamant that he was not going to let up on his pitches. He's like, he needs. he's not going to do it, but he needs to relax out there. He needs to chill out and just throw the ball. And then he said, he's probably going to be grunting on every pitch. This guy That came out of this guy's mouth on MLB Network. Sure enough, every single pitch that game, all five innings in 112 pitches or whatever he had, he grunted. Didn't matter if he was on a curveball, changeup, slider, or four seamer, he grunted. And I'm pretty sure Fox mic'd him up because you could hear it clearly. It was it was amazing. It was like a women's tennis match. I was, I was just gonna say that. Damn it. Uh, no, we're not talking Monica Sellis here. This is kind of how it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> More like that. I've heard that. Before. That's gonna yeah. be the first part of this episode. Just so <laughs> shout out to Seaman. Do you think his girlfriend or wife like hears him grunting and then in bed later when he's not giving that level of effort, she is upset? When he's not pouring in sweat, just yeah. dripping, grunting, she's like, Wait, you're, you're not like, you're not even on. trying, dude. I've seen your max level of effort. This is not it. I want uh, me, me, it is. max level. Nice. Yeah. yeah, got it. Uh, yeah. Pun <laughs> it's a small pun things. intended. Small things, that's all I can do. Yeah, that's my lead. I like it, man. It was, a, it, was a, it was a workmanlike performance out there. Gave it his all. I think he threw his arm out. Because if I was doing that, my back would be gone. My arm would be in a cast. But, yeah, that was, that was, that was a great performance by Scherzer. Five innings, not great. But two, only two earned runs. He outpitched Garrett Cole, which is saying something. Amazing game by the Nats, right? Yeah. And did, does anyone here think they weren't going to blow it? Because I thought they were going to blow it. Yeah, me too. Well, that bullpen's going to be scary coming down like yeah if they get more leads like it's uh, gonna it's, be scary yeah that's bad for the astros sorry this is a random question but do you think someone can patent a sound i mean max max is a he's a big name in baseball he's probably gonna have a career after baseball and if he can patent it i mean that that is <laughs> that's something that you're taking millionaire to billionaire he's he's got brand there yeah. you think he's got a future in uh, voiceover work <laughs> yeah. special effects for movies porno maybe <laughs> Gimp. Like, do you imagine the Death Star exploding at the end of Star Wars? Just, well, you're talking about gimps. What about eating tacos, right? So LeBron James tried to uh, trademark Taco Tuesday. Yeah, they did not. LeBron is beat. Beat, dude. I don't want. I, That's my new beat. LeBron. I do not want to talk about LeBron James right now. So beat, but that is hilarious. I definitely think you should trademark. I don't know how you spell that. Can you do that with Siri and she'll like? 
I'm sorry, I don't know what me means. We we have a couple people in this circle, not in this room, that have tried to copy Max's sound, so we're gonna have to ask him how, yeah, how we'll, they spell that. We'll ask the expert. We'll phone a friend. He normally wears a leather face mask though when he does it. So yeah, we have an interesting group of friends, don't we? <laughs> All right, uh, it's gonna be hard to follow, Bunk. But uh, what do you got? My, my lead is really quick. I, uh, reference to the World Series: Juan Soto is uh, the Washington Nationals' youngest player, and he went. He almost hit for the cycle last night. He had a home run, a double, and a single. He had a strikeout his first time up against Garrett Cole, and the guy came with three RBI. He was the difference, the offensive difference in the game. We've obviously talked about what the defensive difference was with uh, Mad Max Scherzer, but. Uh, so shout out to Juan Soto. There was some. He's the first player to have three RBIs and be that young. I think the only other player younger than him to have three RBIs in a World Series game is Andrew Jones, spelled A N D R U, the Jones from the Braves in the nineties. <laughs> spelled like it sounds. That's right. That's right. So shout out to the Nationals, and uh, I'll go right into my beat. My beat is kind of a combo of Michigan. Wolverine football performance on Saturday against Penn State and Michigan Michigan football in general. Okay, this is a storied franchise. L- let's look at their season right now. They have taken two overtimes to beat Army. They Army. got the floor wiped with them by the Wisconsin Bat Wisconsin Badgers and who lost the Fighting Illini this weekend, which makes that loss even worse. And Army's not that good this year either. Uh, they so lost last to Western year, Kentucky two weeks ago. So last year, Ar- losing Army is maybe not that bad, right? Like, Army Oklahoma was, also had to take them to absolutely last year in the first. This game. year that is nothing. That is bad. Yeah, Army was ranked at the end of the season. I think yeah. they were twenty third, twenty fourth ish last year, and they're not good. And almost they should have beat Michigan. It was a freaking missed field goal that sent them to overtime. Yeah. Uh, and they lost to Penn State. They were down 21-0 before halftime. I mean, the score looks like it could have been close, 28-21. But they, they're they they're 5-2. and two. They're staring Notre Dame in the face, and they're going to get crushed by Ohio State. So if they're lucky, they're 8-4. and four. I think they might lose another Big Ten matchup, which puts them at 7-5. Yeah. and five. Absolutely. I mean, the best thing they could do is get the USC Trojans back on their schedule because then they'd have two-storied franchise who are completely irrelevant playing each other because they, they suck. And the problem is, and I'm not a Harbaugh hater or a lover, but this is a guy who's been successful everywhere. Group of five, San Diego State. Power five, he resurrected Sanford from was kind of negligible, and he had Andrew Luck, but had the nice rivalry with Pete Carroll. 2011, I think they were the biggest underdogs in history, 41 and a half. And they beat USC, and that started the rivalry with the no handshake shoulder yeah. thing. What do you think the the, the uh, money line was on that game? If for you're the, for the forty one and a half, yeah. If you're a forty one and a half dog, and you take the money line, I had a hundred and ten dollars on USC minus forty one and a half. So I wasn't paying attention to the money line. Oh. I lost. I lost. You, um, you lost. It had to have been it, astronomical. I mean, it was the biggest point spread. I think it was a bigger point spread upset than App State beating Michigan uh, ten years ago. Yeah. I mean, I can't even imagine what the money line was. Plus two thousand, possibly. I don't know if the books would would do something that like that. High, but yeah, yeah, it'd be up there. That'd be crazy. I mean, but you'd have to be like a an idiot to take that bet. I mean, unless you have some inside information, which isn't out there. That's crazy. I mean, and, and Harbaugh. I mean, gosh, like, and then he goes to the NFL. I mean, Colin Kaepernick's his quarterback. Yeah. Say what you want about him, but well, he, took he them benched to his... Alex Smith. Yeah, I mean, he, he made the call to bench Alex Smith and took. Uh, they took Colin. that team to the Super Bowl. Yeah, he, he got beat, he got flaccoed in 2012. The, the Brother Bowl that was yeah, a good game. Brother Bowl, and then so he has been su- successful everywhere he's gone. But Michigan was preseason top ten, supposed yep. to be competing in, at least for the college football playoff, and they are 
irrelevant. They're fucking irrelevant. They're not going to be ranked at the end of the season. I think ESPN put out on their Twitter yesterday or day before. Uh, they were the poll preseason poll chances to win the Big Ten. Michigan was, I think, forty two percent or something like that. You know, it was, maybe it was freezing cold takes retweeted them or something. But the offenses on his teams are the most undynamic thing I've ever seen. They yeah. always have terrible quarterback play. They just try to run the ball up the middle, and then on third and eleven, they heave one down over the middle of the field and it gets picked off. Like it's the he has no he has no dynamic offense. Would you say it's equivalent to wearing khaki pants every day? <laughs> Uh, yeah very plain drinking some nice whole milk and <laughs> yeah, now there's rumors that he's considering exit strategy yeah he he put a, a strong stance today just now recently that's saying he would not do that but i think i mean when there's smoke there's fire right but in the, his response has to be there's no way and how many times have you seen that there's no way we will trade this player there's no way this will happen and then boom that happens. Well, how many times have you seen that from him yeah stanford then the 49ers now michigan yeah you're absolutely right I don't think he said that about USD, but Man. go go Toreros, by the way. I'm a mighty alumni of the That's awesome. Toreros. Uh, put some, res- put some respect on that. Penn State game, college day, game day was there, and I saw one of the better signs I have seen at college game day. They were talking about, uh, it was you know obviously Penn State students, and they had a sign that said, it is, and then they had an actual clock posted on the sign that was running, so it's always showing the correct time. So yeah. it's blank o'clock, and Michigan still sucks. That's awesome. God, that's awesome. You know what they started doing, which makes me upset on the game day? Um, they make people center their signs. So yeah, they, they were, were blurring out the Venmos. Blowing out their Venmos and then giving out markers to make people cover up their Venmos. Come on. What a world. We Carson King. What a what a world, man. I, I tweeted that at Three Beers 2 uh, on Twitter. Guys, use hashtag Three Beers 2 on Twitter. But it's so upsetting to me. You took a good thing and the internet, you know, obviously things came to light. What it doesn't matter. Like, why would you do that? Yeah. That's sad beat sorry go ahead total total beat so that's it my, my last question for the group here is usc or excuse me ohio state beats him notre dame beats him if they go seven and five is he is he gone uh, so i heard this again as well recently in sports media what do you what do you do i mean yeah the dude is looking down ohio state and how can you expect them to beat ohio state how those guys are on fire i, I don't know I heard the Redskins have an opening. Would you want that job with Dan Snyder? I mean, like any other Personally, job. yes, I would love that job. Okay, but. yeah, fine, <laughs> fine. I feel like Harbaugh would get into a physical altercation with Dan Snyder mm, six months into the job. Yeah. Like after his 12th loss of the season in early <laughs> December, and Dan Snyder like, was like, well, you know, we were really hoping for more effort against the Giants today. I was just picturing them just actually like fighting. Yeah. Like, how funny that would be. Just a lot of slapping. Maybe some khakis getting ripped. God, haven't we seen this movie before with the Redskins? Steve Spurrier gets a five-year contract coming from oh, Florida. Man. He's out in two and a half, three years. Yeah. He gone. I think... If if Harbaugh does take an NFL job and he does flame out again, I think people will finally realize that he's not that great of a coach. Does he pick up Colin if he gets an NFL job? Is he the first guy to take a flyer on Colin? He might, actually. I'm thinking XFL. XFL. Yeah. I mean, that's interesting. Who's the next coach to get canned? I'm just spitballing here. I, I'm loving this. I mean, the Redskins already... Quinn. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I thought he was going to be the first one this season. Jay Gruden beat him to it, but yeah, I won Quinn money on that. That saved my that saved my bacon. I think Julio Jones just put his support behind Dan Quinn, right? Yeah, the Falcons are absolutely awful. 
on defense. Bubbles isn't here, so we can talk we, all we, the shit about the Falcons. Yeah. They are bad. They're so bad. How, we'll talk about this later. Never yeah, mind. I want to jump into it. I want to jump into it. Save it Do we get bit, beat and late? We're good to go. What'd you guys think of this beer? I, I'm a kind of a fan. I that I was quiet. For, well, <laughs> I didn't want to step on anyone's toes. Okay. Um, for a five, what, what is the alcohol content there? Five point five. It's not. It's on the bottom. It's it, got to it, be on here. It's it's five point five. Yeah. Yeah. So a pes, a pessimist would say bland. An optimist would say smooth. Um, it, it is. It's <laughs> the sl- nuance there is striking. It's slightly. Beautiful. It's it's slightly lacking a little bit of taste, but it's smooth. Like, yeah. I think I could have a six pack of Tall Boys here. Uh huh. That's the difference between me and you guys. Maybe I drink for quantity, right? So I could drink these. <laughs> what are you talking about? I could I could drink these we all don't night. Don't drink for quantity. I could drink these all night and enjoy them all night. But it is a little smooth, bland. It's uh. I don't know. It's not bad. Are you calling us sober Sally's there, Hog? <laughs> so, I I say nilly willy sober oh. Sally. It's the f- same thing. No, I did. Okay, so the beer, I thought it was had about two hops more than Bud Light does. <laughs> as far how as many taste, hops does a Bud Light have? I don't know. Not a lot. Four. Yeah, I was gonna say. Like one or two. <laughs> so it's got. But f- I do love the can. The can is all black. The can's can got fire. a. I think that's an Osprey. Maybe crane on the front of it. It's a crane. It's a crane, which is normally white, I believe. I'm not sure. I'm not a scientist, but they have it colored, decked out in rainbow colors, and it actually looks looks really nice. It's a, an attractive can. I he, think the it, can looks like a spray can of primer. Yeah, I, I could see that. I, I would say the bird crane offspray, whatever, looks aggressive. He looks like he's on a mission. Mm-hmm. What's the second beer we got? My arms are too short. Oh, he's T-Rexing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let, let's do this, and then I'm going to talk about something really exciting. Are you ready to pop these? Oh, yeah, let's, let's... Well, can you... Uh, you talked about it already, right? This yeah. is the Hoppy Pride yeah, Pilsner. Fab introduced this, but I'm just going to reiterate uh, what we're drinking here. Hoppy Pride Pilsner, and it's a 4% alcohol. One pint, 16 fluid ounces. Well, let's crack them and drink them. All right, exciting news. We actually have a Patreon page Really, really exciting stuff, guys. So I don't know if you guys have used Patreon before or heard of Patreon. It's a way for listeners to support the artist, right? So for us, we want to give back to you guys. We really appreciate all the donations we've gotten so far. And so now when you donate to the show, there's different tiers, right? So go to the website, look at the tiers. One of the tiers is the G's Lock of the Week. Every time before Sunday, but kicks off, I will send you out a bonus GG lock of the week. Guys, put your mortgage on this, okay? He is phenomenal. He's at 60% on his betting, which doesn't sound like much, but it is actually good. If you're if you're betting, you want to be betting better than 55% of the time, right? You want to win better than 55% of the time. So if you donate $25, we will uh, call your name on the show, and you could tell us whatever you want to say, and we'll just shout that blurb out, whatever it is, $50. I will go to BevMo or whatever store and pick out the beers you want, and we will drink them on the podcast and talk about it and uh, and then give you a shout-out on the show as well. If you donate $100, you can actually Skype in to us on the show and talk with the guys, bring up a topic. We'll do it on the roundtable before the misconnections. So this week's giveaway, we have something awesome. We're doing $50 on the show. This week's giveaway, we have something special. We're doing something new for the show. We're making movie posters for something topical in the week of sports. This week is awesome. We're talking about seeing ghosts. 
So right after this, we're going to talk about Sam Darnold. If you watched the game, you heard he was mic'd up by ESPN, and he accent. Well, he said to one of his teammates, "I'm seeing ghosts out there." But he threw four picks. He didn't know where the defenders were. Hilarious, right? So we made a movie poster from the movie Ghost. It's going out there on Twitter tomorrow. You'll see it. I want you guys to tell us what poster, what anything you want on Twitter. Hashtag Three Beers Two. Let us know what movie poster you want us to make next. Anyone that does that is eligible to win $50 Amazon gift card or $50 on PayPal. All right, let's talk about Sam Donald real quick before we get into this. We all have something to say, right? How insane yeah. was that? How bad of a game? Well, before we go with opinion, I want to just throw out to the group. Here, here's the stats we're looking at. 11 for 32, 86 yards, uh, zero TDs, four picks, and a QBR of 0.7. That was, it was so bad. It was so bad. I'm pretty sure it was the second lowest QBR of all time behind only a dude who played in like 1975. If, if you play fantasy football, I think he got negative eight points. If you were winning and that was the only player left and you were like, I have Sam Darnold, you would have been better to bench him. Yeah. His passes were... Okay, the first quarter, first half, they were somewhere in the area of receivers, but mostly in the area of cornerbacks. In the second half, and especially the fourth quarter, he was throwing balls into the stands. They weren't even on the playing field. They weren't even on the sideline. They're, they're the worst passes I've ever seen. Yeah. So I had one of the receivers on my DraftKings League. Again, I had a kicker on one. All I needed was Robbie, Robbie Anderson, Anderson yeah. right? So I had Robbie Anderson. And I, all I needed was a couple of catches, maybe a touchdown. I'd have been winning a ton of money. It'd been awesome. He was not even throwing it. He was throwing it past like the sound guys, the cheerleaders. Like it was mind-boggling to watch. And this is, I mean, way after the the ghost comment, way after the interceptions. Not even a checkdown. I think I, I think he was just trying not to throw another pick. So he's like, oh, I'll just throw it in section two hundred eight, and no one will catch it there. Yeah, it's kind of like the shirt gun. He was like a human shirt gun. It was similar to what we saw with Joe Flacco, too, against the Chiefs, where it was just like, get me out of this game. Yeah. I'm going to throw the ball out of bounds every single play. I want to go home. I, I would check down. I would check out of the play to a run just to run the clock or have Bill Belichick get freaking penalties on a punt and help the clock move. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the game, we don't know. Adam Gase may have thanked Bill Belichick for doing like, hey, man, yeah. feel free to take the rest of the time. If you just want to knee it four times in a row, that's cool. They me. could just hand we'll the ball off the ball from team to here. team. My yeah. question is, why Why did Gase let him finish that game? There was nothing good that was going to come out of it. He, he wasn't... He Some people are confidence. afraid of like bruising the quarterback further by taking them out of the game. And I'd say bruising them further by just throwing more picks and being an embarrassment. Bonk, how do you feel about a sophomore quarterback performing that bad and leave does it hurt him to leave him in the game or would it be better to pull him out and just finish the game on the sideline is that okay. better or uh, what he, do you think he's the future of the franchise okay? absolutely so well, pulling him out in the fourth quarter year two yeah well <laughs> the but, immediate future <laughs> right i mean is he going to be a 19 year tom brady probably not but he clearly had had given up. He was seeing ghosts. He was he was off his game. Pulling him yeah. out is not going to elicit some sort of quarterback controversy. He needed to be out of the game. Uh, that was a horrible move. It was almost as bad of a move as miking him up, a one in five team against the undefeated Patriots. And everyone knows, every talking head t- talks about Bill Belichick's defensive scheme against first and second year quarterbacks. And sure enough, I mean. Bets Baker Mayfield next week and second year quarterback, but 
I mean, every time they they crush. So why the why would you expose yeah. him to that? I, I would love to have seen him pull him out of the game and then. I don't care if your team is still playing on offense or defense. As the head coach, you're just talking to him. Hey, grab his jersey. Hey, man, shake this off. It's not Give him me, some. It's you. Yeah, but like he didn't care at all. He th- he threw him to the wolves. The best defensive special teams on the in the league. At halftime, they had a conversation between him and Gase. I think it was the last possession of the first half, and you know Gase was trying to pump him up, like, "Hey, we're still in this game." Blah, blah. And they're you know a couple touchdowns down, but it wasn't over necessarily. I think. That conversation should have happened at the end of the third quarter, but the tone was, hey, man, it's all good. You're the franchise. We're pulling you. No big deal. Don't worry about it. I don't know who their back fails or whatever his name was. Yeah. I'm sure he was going to do really well, too. But <laughs> I mean, yeah, the Patriots' defense, especially with their zero blitz this year, has just been unstoppable. It's unstoppable. And I imagine that Bill Belichick, is his pregame speech is pretty much just Coach Yost from Remember the Titans every week where he's like, we will blitz all night. Oh, no. That strong side. Their schedule is such a joke, though. We'll we'll see coming up in the next few weeks. It will be interesting. So far, it's been an absolute pathetic run they've been on. To go back to what Bonk said, they're going to use the Browns next week as a huge measuring stick of who does better between Baker Mayfield and Sam. Uh, Absolutely, one of them will be immediately labeled a bust, and the other will be well, he didn't play well, but he didn't play as poorly as Sam. The bar is set low. So all Baker has to do is not throw four I mean, picks. Yeah, if Baker just, like we said, spikes the ball every single play, he'll finish with like a 30-something QB A 30-something QBR. And he'll be fine. I think oh, if Baker God. just benches himself, then he'll be better than <laughs> yeah. Sam Darnold still. Oh, they spiked the ball again. <laughs> Bold move, Cotton. Yeah. I'm sure Colin Coward would respect that. Oh, He's like, you know what? God. That's just the gamesmanship that's alive and well in Baker Mayfield. Win at all costs. Yeah, not he, the game itself. Just his one-on-one Baker. versus Sam Darnold. All right. We need to throw something at something, and uh, so then I can talk to you when you start looking at misconnections. Bonk, you want to do the honors? I'd love to throw something at something. All right. Are you aiming? Fuck yeah, I'm aiming. Oh, that's Tennessee. 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 Oh, Tennessee. What was that, Kentucky? It was Kentucky. Northern Tennessee. Oh, Nashville's right there. It was Nashville that's or... Oh, that's Titans territory. Hopkinsville. Let's go Nashville. It was in between the two. All right, Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville, Tennessee. Music City. I think you were aiming for the misconnection. The Gulf Coast. Marcus Mariota looking for his receivers. All right, real quick before you start looking at stuff. Fab, I have to know you. You saw the the Redskins Niners game, right? I did. That, a lot of mud out there. A lot of mud. <laughs> season, season. Just again, a uh, tribute to Dan Snyder and how much money he invests in the franchise. The field conditions at FedEx are just beautiful. Immaculate. Beautiful. Is that football weather? Uh, people so I, I've seen that a lot recently today lot, or yeah. this week I mean excuse me this week yeah I would say it's a throwback football weather because when you watch the old clips and I'm talking like black and white from the 1940s it looks like guys in leather helmets running around and just a pile of mud I so do a lot of film study like. on the yeah. 1940s yeah uh, late at night when the wife is out of town <laughs> I but anyway I digress uh, it is football weather in that everyone I think growing up has played a game in the mud, gotten, you know, completely housed in just mud and dirt and really just running the ball because you can't throw it. Nobody can make a forward pass when the ball is that heavy and wet. Did you see some of those kicks that Robbie Gould was trying to make? I watched the the ball come off his foot and it it looked like a like a brick almost. It it was just dead. The kicks and then all the defensive linemen just doing belly flops and sliding for like five yards. 
across yeah. just a hydroplaning football field. Yeah. So that is football weather, but I feel like there's a lot of different types of football weather. There's early season games like uh, SEC opener in you know the swamp or Baton Rouge where yeah. it's like 95 degrees outside. Oh, okay, yeah, dying yeah, of heat stroke. Yeah. That's not really football weather, but it's no, everyone's like excited because it's football season now. Yeah. And then there's like those first couple days of fall where it's perfect weather, clear blue skies, and it's 60 degrees out with a light breeze. That's football weather too. But then you have like, you know, a November game, which is kind of what I would say the Redskins 49ers one was, where it's raining, wet, a little cold, and everybody's just playing in the mud. Yeah. And then you have like the crazy snow games where there's a foot of snow on the ground and everybody's running through that too. If you grew up in the north, you got to do that. In Florida, we didn't really have too many snow games. Yeah, so, that people would say that's football weather as well. Yeah, so I guess it all depends on where you're from, right? Yeah. So would you say all weather is football weather? No, I would just say those four instances kind of cover the gamut of football weather. Uh, the when people say that's football weather, that's I think what exactly what they yeah, yeah exactly. What about dome weather? Well, yeah, the dome so, like 72 degrees in whichever dome you want to choose on an artificial field. That's yeah. just like you know it doesn't have to be artificial yeah doesn't have to be artificial right so i'm from arizona we used to play the first four games there's always like a three or four game like away streak and then we'd come back to sun devil stadium because we didn't have a stadium to play at so now we have uh, the big toaster in arizona it's awesome if it's 80 degrees outside the the roof's open the tiny roof and if not it's air conditioned it's beautiful but no, I, I don't know. Which so football weather, all back, I would say football weather is nostalgia for people. So it's whatever they yeah. grew up doing and the games that they remember going to. That's the football weather they identify yeah. with. No, I love it. So I think you're right. I think football weather could be different for everybody. But I do agree that the the elements, snow, rain, uh, maybe not so much the wind, but uh, they bring uh, a certain excitement to a game or something different. And yeah, I mean, fun. the autumn wind is a raider. So, God, why? <laughs> I love you. Um, dude, you have some work to do. All right, Nashville, I, I'm on it. I've missed you. We had some good people fill in for you, so you, yeah, you I sh- listened. I was impressed. Uh, with, quick shout out to a prior episode when you guys were talking about Gigi's locks of the century in the uh, the dildo and the lack of a dildo on the Bills field. You said if you take out a mortgage, you what you do is you buy a ticket to the game, you keister the dildo <laughs> in yourself, and you throw it out there yourself, taking care yeah. of business. Did I say keister or was it prison? You wallet? said uh, keister. Okay, yeah. I like to use the word prison wallet. They both work. Yeah. Hey, Bonk, what's the manure matchup of the week? So the manure matchup of the week uh, has a lot of ins and outs and what have you. So uh, the one that we had discussed earlier was the Dolphins and Redskins, a matchup of two awful teams. So that's one way to look at it. The other yeah. one, you know, the the uh, 49ers and the Redskins played this weekend. You'll see a theme here. Redskins are part of all these a lot. Um, everyone looked like they were rolling in manure at the end of the game. So that's one way to look at it. Uh, This game was not competitive whatsoever, yet it was only 9-0. Another reason it's manure. The Redskins only had 154 yards of total offense and scored no points. Um, So an undefeated team only scored nine points, and it's not competitive. I I think that that wins for this past weekend's manure matchup. Yeah. If you're asking for this upcoming weekend's manure matchup, you got to go with Monday Night Football. You got the Dolphins and the Steelers. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad for ratings. I mean, <laughs> who's going to tune into that? What the hell is Booger gambling talk about? Yeah. I was about to say me. <laughs> <laughs> when I hammer the Dolphins, yeah, yeah. Like people who bet the over. <laughs> what are the Dolphins plus fourteen and a half? Plus four. You got to take that. I mean, okay. So the Dolphins lost. Let's let's just go by their the first week they lost by forty nine. Second week forty three. 
Yeah. Third week, 25. Ooh. Fourth week, 20. So that is a really strong first four-game performance. But but it's looking good because they've covered two weeks in a row. They were plus four against the Redskins, lost by one. And they were plus 16-ish against the Bills, and they only lost by 10. So, yeah. man. It should have been a little. Really, they should have only lost by three, but yeah. the Bills returned the onside kick for a touchdown. That was that was a crazy <laughs> chain of events. I can't believe that game was that close. Yeah, Fab, Bills, you got to be upset about that, right? They played like trash. Um, I was glad that they came back in the second half and won because they, they went into halftime down 14-9 to against the Dolphins. Yeah. Uh, so fortunately, they came back. Fitzpatrick threw you know, just a Fitz-tragic <laughs> interception right on the goal line, and the Bills marched 98 yards for the touchdown. What do you think of Josh Allen just rocketing the ball, trying to get it out of the stadium? He came up just a few rows short. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, just th- th- showing off the cannon. It's interesting with uh, how strong of an arm he has. He's terrible at the deep ball. He has yet to throw or complete a pass that's over like thirty yards this season. Yeah. And uh, Pro Football Focus, who does a lot of uh, like assigning arbitrary grades to players, I was just gonna say that they have Josh Allen as the number one quarterback in the NFL on passes between zero and nineteen yards, and dead last for passes twenty yards or more. How? That's clickbait. Oh, there's I, no way. Don't get me started oh on clickbait, dude. Pro I, football focus. Get real. Josh oh. Allen has the best quarterback from 0 to 19 yards. Balls don't lie. What stats are they using? Their own arbitrary. They literally <laughs> they assign a grade to every single play yeah. and then average it out. It's, it used to be like a random scale. Now it's out of 100. But, yeah, he's like 87 point something on yeah. uh, yards 0 to 19, and then he's like 37 <laughs> out of 100. Out of 100. On uh, – 20 yards or more. Yeah. I mean, if there was a scale for looking good in shorts, he would be 100 uh, out of 100. You can't grade that. He looks too, way too good for that. He sets the bar. All right. Manure matchup. Like bird dogs? What are we talking here? Uh, just Josh Allen in general. Uh, bird dog shorts. Oh, oh, yeah. Any kind of shorts. Okay. I think bird dogs, I'm actually wearing mine right now. They should probably sponsor the show. Maybe I'll they at them. should. Oh, is, is that the at? at I'm going to at them? Well, there you go. I, I mean, know. I would. I mean, I tweet at them. Tweet at them. And I, I would like to throw in, we've, we've targeted our manure matchup of the past weekend, but yeah. there is a stat of the week associated with that because there was another bad game. We've talked about the Jets. So the Jets and the Redskins both had an identical amount of total yards, 154. Pathetic. Just pathetic. I think Darnold had like 600 yards throwing the ball, though, into the stands. <laughs> 600 total attempted yards. Yeah. <laughs> he just wanted everyone who was still there to go home with a game ball. Jeej. Talk to me a bit. Time for Gigi's Locks of the Week. The Gigi. You FaceTimed us last week. I don't remember that. I know. It was amazing. <laughs> the, two weeks ago, not so good. Last week, one and one, right? On your Locks of the Week? Uh, I don't know. You tell me. I don't remember them. Give me two of your Locks of the Week, and then give me one after we broadcast this that the Patreon members can get Got after it. the show. All right. First lock of the week is so obvious to me. I'm seeing it so clearly. Bubbles should be here to hear this. His Atlanta Falcons are going to get beat by 21 points by the Seattle Seahawks. What's the line? Three and a half. What? Yeah. You have to what, take that. I mean, this is this bet's so obvious, I feel like I'm going to lose it. So obvious. It's it, it's a mortgage bet. I'm assuming That's a mortgage it's bet. in Atlanta. Yeah, it's in Atlanta. We got what? Matt Schaub at the home. Yeah, because uh, Matt, Matty Ice is out, right? 
Matty Ice is out. Matt Schaub's in. I think he's like 52. He's been in the league for longer than Brady, I'm pretty sure. But Seahawks you, just lost to the Ravens, too, so they're a little pissed off. They're yeah. pissed off. People aren't betting them. The public doesn't like them. Do, do you think Matt Schaub passes to Julio Jones, though? And actually... You might be right. Yeah. He might not throw picks in the red zone. Yeah, weird. Yeah, that's, uh, that, so that's the first one. Okay. I, I feel like it's almost too obvious, and you might want to just go against my pick there. But, yeah, Seattle three-and-a-half point favorites in Atlanta. Yeah, all right, second one. All I do is talk shit about the Chargers. Yep. But they're playing Mitch Trubisky this weekend, and the Bears are favored by four. That is disgusting. Mitch is Sam Darnold reincarnate. They're the same person. He throws off his back foot. He's got no chance at completing passes down the field. He's gonna look. He's looked awful all year. He's gonna look terrible against the Chargers, even though the Chargers are banged up. Defense is mediocre. Whatever. Chargers plus four. Rivers is pissed. He might actually lead a comeback this game and win this time instead of losing on the goal line like he does every other week. Can we give Trubisky a name like Danny Dimes, but like a bad name? What What is a funny shit name for Mitch Trubisky? He's uh, bad. I think it rhymes with Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mitch. Gonna... Which about to the be witch. illegal in Massachusetts. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So I heard this, this little kid was interviewed at a, at a game. This is good. And the lady asked him, "What's what are you what are you dressing up for Halloween?" And he said, "A football player." And she's like, "Oh, what football player?" And this is going out to the entire stadium. And he says, "Oh, my favorite, Mitch Trubisky." And Chicago fans started booing the little kid. He was like five him. years old, just booing him. Boos raining yeah. down from the Chicagoans. So that's, I mean, pretty much how sums up Mitch Trubisky's year so far. Yeah, I think and that was at a Blackhawks game, right? Yeah, yeah, Blackhawks. And also <laughs> Chicago fans, way to go, guys. Fake it for the kid. Hey, approaching I, I, Philly. I do love Chicago. I know Bonk, you're not a huge fan, but I spent last month, I spent a weekend there, and it was top five cities in my opinion. Awesome. Awesome. Go Cubs. Go. All right. Uh, how are we doing on misconnections over there? Oh, we're good. All right. All right. Um, let's let's talk about this beer real quick before we, we move over to misconnections. This one is the Hoppy Pride Pilsner by Shipyard, right? Where is Shipyard? Do you guys know? Have you guys heard of that? God, is it Maryland? Uh, probably Kansas, right? Portland. <laughs> Are we guessing Portland. or no? I oh. just read it off the can. Oh, Portland. You know, they say it on the can, guys. Oh, <laughs> it's hard to read at this point. Uh, what you guys? How'd you guys feel about it? I liked it. I don't know. It was a. How about this? It was a hoppy pilsner, and I'm pretty prideful about it. Uh, you know, I don't think it's as smooth as pride. Well, it's okay. I mean, I but I pride. Okay. Well, Fremont Pride is what I prefer. At yeah, point. I would say I would it's pick. Time. I would pick Fremont Pride by over Hoppy Pride at this point. See, I go the other way. I got Hoppy Pride Pilsner by Shipwreck over the Fremont Pride, but I got to give it the Fremont Pride maybe a little edge because they're at five and a half. This is only a four point six. All right. Percent. I mean, I get that. You gotta you gotta look at the alcohol that's, by volume. That's basically an O'Doul's. <laughs> Coors Light, for the listeners that don't know, Coors Light's five percent, so this is below that. Yeah, come on, man. It, Coors Light has more flavor, but this is one of those beers you can drink all day. All day. I'm not kidding. You could enjoy them. All right, you guys ready for misconnections? Fab's been gone for like what three weeks? Three weeks. All right, let's go. Misconnections by Fab. Are you are you going to crack that last one, or are we going to do it in a, a little God. intermission crack? Bless America. Uh, what's the last beer we got? 
Well, let's see, fellas. <laughs> That's good. I think I think the name was Rose for days. Os- days. Oscar Oscar Blues Brewery, and Oscar is O S K A R. So they're you know creative in their little what have you. Yeah. And on the bottom of the can, can you be I'm too creative? No. I feel like that's too creative. And I think this is the one that gave us the giggles in the beginning because it's a, a hibiscus oh. and prickly pear. Yeah, slightly tart, highly refreshing, guys. I'm a little nervous for this beer, but I'm excited. Let's try it. Hey, I want to expand my horizons, Hog. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Let's crack them, boys. All right. I think we're ready for misconnections. I'm pretty sure. We are. Let me give a quick shout out one more time. All right, guys. This is the weekly challenge to end all weekly challenges. We are starting a new thing. Every week we're doing a movie poster. Hashtag 3 beers 2 on Instagram or Twitter. Let us know what movie poster we should do next for anything topical in the sports world. This week we are doing Ghost. Patrick Swayze. Is it Demi Moore? It's Demi Moore, right? That's right. So yes. Hot. And Whoopi Goldberg. Shout out to Whoopi. Not hot. Um, so this week, you'll see the photo tomorrow. It is amazing. Get on Twitter. Get on Instagram. Hashtag FreeBears2. Let us know what movie poster we should do next. If we pick it, you will win a $50 Amazon gift card or PayPal directly to you. On the giveaway for the Twitter or Instagram when I post the picture, we are giving out $100 to someone that randomly retweets, favorites, and then tags one friend in the photo. All right? So uh, no kidding. This is happening. Check out the photo. Let us know which movie poster you'll make next. Every week we're doing another movie poster. So pick one, tell us what we should do, and let us know. Also, we're on Patreon now. So get on Patreon. GD Locks of the Week. We'll read your blurb on the show. Or you can call in. Or you can pick the beers. I'll go buy them at the BevMo or Total Wine or whatever. So just let me know. Get on Patreon slash 3Beers2. Donate to the show. And you can uh, do any one of those tiers. Fab, you ready? I am ready. Let's do some missed connections. All right, first up, this is from Nashville, Tennessee. Female, WTD for massage, Middle Tennessee. I'm looking for someone on a regular basis to massage some of my problem areas and help relieve unwanted pressure after. I would prefer not to use someone who had a regular thing going on BP. I don't mind if you're not the best in the world, just need some kinks worked out. If you're looking for extra dollars, hit me up. You must host. Wait, okay, hold on. What are these acronyms? What's WTD? Uh, so I looked it up online. WTD could be what to do. That doesn't really make much sense. Yeah. Another one just spitball on here. Want that dick? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, God, that's I it. don't know what BP is BP? Either. Wish to date, maybe. Yeah. Well, no, she's paying. Well, is it, she paying? I. Well, that's the other thing. I don't know if this is a guy looking for a female to massage him, or if this is a female who needs a massage. It sounds like a female who needs some kinks rubbed out. I. That sounds but like a dream they scenario. Also need help to relieve unwanted pressure after. I think BP is probably butt play. Oh. Yeah. Holy that. God! Never would have guessed that. Not British Petroleum. That that was my first guess actually. She wants to you ever seen the oil derrick where the guy stands over the girl and drop never mind, it's fine, I'll show it to you there. Alright, uh Girl at Gold's Indian Leg in Hendersonville. Ooh. We were on the treadmills. You had bangs and the pink shoes. You were struggling with the stretchy band. I couldn't help but laugh. You smiled at me when you came in. Wait, they were on treadmills? 
And yes. she was stretching with a stretchy band? Yes. <laughs> and she had bangs and pink shoes. When's the last time you've seen uh, a hot girl with bangs? Uh, it's been a while. Right? 80s movies? Uh, unknow- right? Unknowable. Uh, unknowable. Yeah. What do you consider a bang? Like, I think it, like... Listeners can't little, see this, but you know, like the whole thing here, horizontal, yeah, across yeah, their like eyebrows, all the way to their ears, just cut and <laughs> straight down. So like a front bowl cut, <laughs> pretty much. That's hot. Yeah, I don't think that's ever really been in. Yeah, no, it's never been. Yeah, what about Hillary Swank and Boys Don't Cry? Okay, Hillary Swank okay. is not hot. Can we talk about this? <laughs> oh wait, shoot. Oh, never mind. Never mind. I got it. All right, next one, titled Singing in the Rain. You are right. I should have read my booklet more and fought off what I know is wrong. Being with you is not worth the trouble you bring. Even being alone is better. I am slash will do better. Another cry out for for uh, his ex. I wonder hers. what kind of booklet it is. Do you think it was like a Mormon or uh, Jehovah <laughs> Witness some, booklet? They're some like, you guy are, came up to his door, handed him a booklet, yeah. and he wished he had... Uh, you're right. Yeah, Capitalizing the moment. You got off your bike, took off your helmet. You were wearing a white starch shirt, black shirt, or black tie, and black pants. You knocked on my door. I feel like Nashville's been very tame so far. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of masseuse activity out there, though. A lot of people who need massages, a lot of people offering massages. I love how every part of the United States is so insane about, like... There's a theme. There's themes for every yeah. spot. All right, here's another one. Woman in need of attention, question mark, financial help, question mark, uh, even love, question mark. Okay, first of all, to those who've seen the part about dollars, 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 relax. If I wanted your funky nude pics, I could pick that up on the pick online for free. Winky face. For those still reading, I mentioned the part about financially helping you because I could, and I would if we were seeing each other. I'm a wealthy business owner, and I don't mind and like to take care of my lady. I'm 35, seeking to have an affair, long-term only, with an attached or married or single woman. If you're attached or married, you'll need to convince me there will be no drama. (laughs) Picky. I prefer submissive (laughs) submissive women only. Old-fashioned woman. If you like to call the shots, take charge, and all about your career and balls, keep your woman balls. It's just nasty. Oh, my God. Is this cupcake? I'm seeking a submissive, oh. humble woman who may not be getting the amount of attention she needs, who is tired of struggling financially, who is sick of the day-to-day bullshit and needs passion. If that's you, please send me a pic and info. I'm clean, respectful, and most of all, safe. I should have been writing stuff down during this because I had so many questions as we progressed. Yeah, this is a long one. Um, what girl... Never mind. Like, what, what girl is going to read that and be like, you know what, this is the dude? Well, let's first start. What do you think this guy looks like? 35 years old? Over under three hundred and fifty pounds. I was gonna say three twenty five, so I'm gonna go under. If he's thirty five and he has money as a business owner, he does not need to be going on misconnections to be hooking up with chicks, especially but in Nashville. There is an easy way to do that. You go outside and buy <laughs> chicks beer. Yeah, but he's got a wife. No, I don't think he does. No, I don't think he does. That was my next question. Oh, I thought he was. I thought he was married. No, no he wants a woman who is either single, attached, or married. But before if, that, he didn't say he was married. Nope. Oh, he said an affair with a oh someone oh, dating God. or married or single. What I don't know what an affair with a single person is. What a jamoke. But no drama. Yeah, that, no, no drama, and leave your woman balls at yeah, the door. Yeah, this this guy lives in his mother's basement yep. and has just watched Fifty Shades of Grey trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's happening. It's submissive. What is wrong? What a sick. 
What? What? Leave your woman balls at the door. We didn't hear that until just now. What movie door. snack did he eat watching the Fifty Shades of Grey? He eats was about it? two pounds of Cheetos. A day. I was going to say nachos with jalapenos. No, he gets the cheese puff on his fingers. Oh, yeah. I think and he's he got looks... a hot dog roller down there. Oh my god, he's got his own hot dog roller. Yeah. Definitely, he's not a popcorn guy. No, no, this guy he's is no, no straight straight to meat. He's rolling dogs and he's lipping, li- licking Cheeto cheese off his fingers. And he's got a freezer full of ice cream sandwiches. I mean, hot dog rollers in the workplace are way underrated these days. Way underrated. In the workplace, not in your bedroom. <laughs> Does he roll his... Never mind. Just heats it up. It up. Only when it's... <laughs> Only one is uh, the last resort. But yeah, to address the balls, he said, to call the shots, take charge, and all about your career and balls, keep your woman balls. It's just nasty. That's, I, I don't know what to say about that. I think I know what Max Scherzer would say. <laughs> Editing right. this podcast is going to be my favorite thing. Here we go. Another one. Toast titled Fun in Lafayette. We used to play Morning's Time. You two, I meet, come over. Your husband unlocked door and he get on one side of you, me on other. I ate you out and we double pen. I want to play with you two again. You two live off Highway 10, want to play again. Our new friends, welcome to Massage. Can, can we talk about this? We've, we've already talked about Kevin from The Office, right? Yeah, is why this say guy? a lot word when few words do trick? Yeah, that is exactly... <laughs> Your husband unlocked door and he get on one side of you, me on other, dot, dot, dot. I ate you out and we, we double pen. I want to play with you two again. So the husband's outside the door? No, he's in there. He's inside. He's just, the husband has a designated role of unlocking the door and then letting you you enter twice. (laughs) You can enter and then enter again. It was a euphemism. I'm not up on the lingo. Oh my God. That's incredible. That was, that was good. (laughs) No comment. (laughs) <laughs> pass alright uh, from Shelbyville this one's just titled need sucked off oh need sucked off NSD you come to me <laughs> white NSO 50 235 <laughs> I can't spell 6 inches thick sorry keep going. Uh, that was it it was need sucked off need sucked off you come to me white 50 235 6 inches thick now I don't know if he meant 6 feet or 6 inches what was he talking about his dick being thick or him being well, that's, thick? That is the question. You show up, you're like, you're not thick. No, no, no I'm fat. He could, be, he could be six foot 235 and thick, or he could just have a six-inch unit that's also thick. Probably micro penis. That's my yeah. guess. I'm guessing five foot two, 235, <laughs> so his body is thick, and he's got a pencil. <laughs> but, like, like... A, a used pencil, oh, yeah, yeah. all the way down it's to the nub. nub. It's a nub. Thindy. Yeah. Yeah. Long and thin gets you in, right? That's what they say. All right. <laughs> no so no one says on. that. <laughs> Next one from Jolton. Beautiful woman at the gas pumps. I couldn't help but tell that you looked great. You were very beautiful. We chatted for a moment, and I wanted to ask for your number, but some someone was in the car waiting on you. Contact me if you would like to talk a bit. Tell me what I gave you, so I know it's you. What, what could you possibly give someone at a gas pump? Uh, like some an M M&M and M or two from your bag. <laughs> Here's my sweet receipt for thirty seven dollars yeah. on pump three. <laughs> Who's the person waiting? Is it their kid or their their probably their lover, husband? Yeah. Their husband, probably yeah. Their husband, yeah. That's With a kid in the back. With a kid in the back. Scare this guy. You had off. someone waiting for you. Your child. I love all the gas station ones. There's yeah. so, like, there's so many gas station ones. Like Crossroads oh, yeah. of America. I pull up at a gas station and I'm looking around, scoping, and I see a girl. 
clearly she's looking at me, obviously. Obviously. And then, and then I go on misconnections and just type a little ad up, and yeah, they're totally going to talk to me. Yeah. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I'm just picturing some of these guys like pulling into a gas station and seeing a girl that they're interested at a pump and like going out of their way to end up at the pump next to them, even like, if they're yeah. they're filling backing is in on the other side. Awkwardly yeah. and like pulling the thing around the car. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't fit. I'll make it. I think the only thing that you could possibly offer a stranger like, like that is a light for a cigarette but doing that at a gas yeah. pump <laughs> bold move I, I mean maybe i gave you a light then you immediately lit on fire <laughs> i called the nine situation so. i don't think people uh going on misconnections really make the connection if you know what i mean flame and gas yeah. you know yeah it's hot a lot of people uh probably were sticking forks into outlets growing up all right here we go well, we're natural uh, just kidding natural listeners i love you friend we made about a year ago, my girlfriend and I came to town and met a guy at one of the bars on Broadway. We all hit it off, and at the end of the night, he and my girlfriend had a little fun with each other while I watched. We didn't exchange numbers, but we should have. He was mid-30, six foot, in a huge package. If this sounds like you, email us, and hopefully we can meet up again. We're both mid-30s and just a normal couple. We'll be in town again in a month or so and have a hotel room. Look forward to hearing from you. Normal. So when I very first read this, I thought that it was two girls on a girls weekend, but now I realize it's a girl and a guy, and this guy loves to watch. Yeah. Oh. What are they called? Is that a cuckold? A little cuck action. Yeah, cuckold. Um. Wow. And he's posting. It's him posting. It's him posting. And yeah, he's complimenting that's... this guy and being mid thirty, six foot, huge package. Good. For, good for him. That's tough. Tough scene for this guy. You have to watch a girl just get. That's what he's into. Though. He loves it though. Yeah. He wants uh, more okay, of it. Okay, no, no, never mind. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And, and they also, they all hit it off. Like, he and this guy, I'm surprised they didn't exchange numbers so they could just, you know, they talk sports, talk about sports, yeah, maybe start a podcast. Fist I don't bump. know. Whatever yeah. normal guys do. <laughs> in the confines of their totally normal marriage. Yeah, we're, we're, and we're normal. I love that. And yeah, we're totally normal. You know, whatever makes you happy. Right. As long as it doesn't hurt somebody else. There you go. There you go. I guess, but, man, that's not good. All right, here's another one. Research the 1950s through 70s. 60s male, bearish, looking for similar to research the wonder times between the 50s and 70s in Gallatin area. You should be same age, so we have that era in common. Get a coffee and go over the great events of that time. What? What? <laughs> this guy. <laughs> there's so many ways this could go. I, in my mind, this guy's wearing a tweed uh, pullover <laughs> vest over like a flannel, and he has a whole leather bound library of books that I'm smells of mahogany you know what a, a bear is right just a oh, I big forgot about the bear part a big heavy set yeah. dude with a, a beard maybe i'm not sure if a beard is part maybe of it he's, i think it's just beard. body hair and body oh yeah yeah like a lot of hamburger yeah. meat coming out of but his what shirt. does bear have to do with history well that's the thing too. he I, didn't I say bear know. he said bear ish so he could be a bear or he could be one who believes that the stock market's going to go down oh no he's yeah oh. he's not a bull he's a bear and he wants to talk about the 50s through 70s. He's probably wearing like an I Like Ike yeah. campaign button. Dude, you... <laughs> that was a booming time, and then yeah. the gas wow. prices happened, and it was a crash. Right. Maybe he wants to share his opinion on the Kennedy assassination. Oh, he's got really strong opinions on that. You're right. What's, what is happening in this show right now? All right. Uh, next one. Big, beautiful woman at Kroger. BBW. Oh, Kroger. Oh, my God. Oh, send it. This is it. This is happening. You were at the grocery store a few weeks ago and wearing a beautiful dress that accentuated every feature of your curvy figure. From top to bottom, you were all woman. 
I saw you walking towards me and I couldn't take my eyes off you. When you finally saw me, we made eye contact and smiled at each other as we passed. I took a look back and saw your big, beautiful hips swaying side to side. I could feel my pants getting tighter and tighter. I was in a hurry and had to be somewhere or I would have talked to you. Every time I go to the store, I look for you. Can I ask you one question before we start? What was she wearing? And I think it was a muumuu. I was going to say yoga pants. <sighs> yeah, yeah, the the Lululemon <laughs> stretched out ones when yeah. the with the, with the, the side was like, view. This, yeah. These were not meant for you. They're meant for people that are in shape because they're see through at that point. But they always wear the one with the the mesh. We could see. Yeah. Well, that's like, not actually mesh on skinny girls. <laughs> it doesn't look like mesh, but they're stretching it out so much that it's see through. What does this guy look like? That's the problem. What is what does this guy look? Like? Is he a bear? So, no, I think he weighs 120 pounds. Yeah, he's a buck 20 he's, soaking he's a wet. Stick. Buck 20 yeah, he's soaking wet. He's used to getting tomahawked into the bed by a chick. Pocket, like, pocket like a protector rest, with uh, some pens? Like no, he's wearing a plain white t-shirt with jeans. Yeah. A plain white tee? With, okay. Ball think, cap. Yeah. yeah. I think there's, there's a, the fetish for this. I don't know what it's called, but like when big girls sit on like small dudes. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. Uh, it's very prevalent in the South. You will see a lot of bigger women with guys who weigh 130 yeah. pounds. I mean, so we're talking about Kip from uh, Napoleon Dynamite type of oh thing. Oh, my like, God. That's the 100%. guy. Yeah. Yeah. We're there. We found it. We Full circle. Now, it did take him a few weeks to get this post up there. So yeah. How you know, many times has he gone back to Kroger looking for this woman? And how many times do you think he wrote this ad, deleted it, and then reposted it? I think this is like a well-thought-out post. Or how many women could this apply to in the greater Nashville area? <laughs> how many replies did he get? That could have been me. I was at the Kroger buying some butter sticks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That was rude. All right. Uh, here's another massage one. For you ladies with four exclamation points. Oh. Ladies, have you ever had a massage that you wish could have gone a little further? I'm a 48-year-old white male, professionally trained in massage therapy, and I'm looking for a woman who wants to be pampered and pleased from head to toe. I will take my time exploring your body and learning exactly what turns you on. I will caress and tease every inch of your body, building the anticipation of release with each touch of my hands, bringing you right to the edge of orgasm over and over before bringing you to multiple mind-blowing orgasms. Let me show you just erotic a massage can be, and I will give you an incredible massage experience like no other. Nothing required or expected in return. I would simply make this all about your pleasure. FYI, be sure to check your spam folder. Sometimes CL replies go there. I answer all emails quickly. That's okay, great. you got to tell me how he spelled orgasm. Well, I think it might be because Craigslist could be filtering out some stuff. Yeah. So it's O R G S S M S. Oh, that was that was wow. on purpose. That was on purpose. Yeah. Is that like lingo? I don't know. It has to be on purpose, right? Well, yeah. O R G S S M S. O R G S S M S. S S M S. I thought it was replaced with a Z or something. Yeah, you got to spell with a Z. You've never had an orgasm before, Jeej. Who is this guy? What does he look like? I mean, what is going on here? Is he actually a former masseuse? Is he just shotgunning, throwing it out there at the bar? I kind of, the first image when he said 48-year-old male professionally trained in massage, I'm kind of getting a Mr. Clean vibe from him. Really? A handsome... Yeah, 6'2", well-built, in shape. Bald. Yeah. Man, maybe. I was thinking it was the guy that was 350-plus earlier, and he's just like... (laughs) There's no way a guy that weighs like 350 has the stamina with his hands 
to massage someone for more than or five the ability minutes. to even like squeeze something hard. It's all just mush. Like, I was gonna say, when is the last time you heard of hand stamina? I've hand, never heard that stamina. term. In my life. Sorry, I give my wife a massage, and I can only last like five minutes. <laughs> Knock it up. Lock it up. Racket. I say it's because my arms are tired, but I just yeah, I just. <laughs> You're a giver. Consider it lover. You're just taking your smartphone to the bathroom after. That's all you're doing. It's faster and more efficient. (laughs) (laughs) You ever not turn your Bluetooth off after doing that? And then you're. Did you cast it on your Apple TV? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just asking for a friend. It was an awkward family. I think the, the train just went in the ditch. <laughs> Jesus. Back, Back on the rails. Last misconnection. This yeah, is the this, best, right? So it sounds like someone this should we be better than may one. or may not know. All right. Going to Uber now, downtown Nashville. I will be Ubering for the evening in Nashville. I enjoy wearing a suit when I drive, as most of the women I pick up, college-aged to mature women, always get flirty with me. A few times I've been tempted, but have never made a move. I'm a 40-plus gentleman. Would love for you to come on to me. Make me pull over because you're hot and frisky. I can't concentrate on the road anymore and have to stop. Have me pick you up after a night out with your girlfriends. Then make them jealous by telling them you have a ride home and you'll see them all tomorrow. Invite me into your dorm room while your roommate sleeps or ask me in when your husband is out himself. Holy shit. That is the... This wasn't actually a misconnection. You didn't actually see anyone. This is an offer. This is a fantasy. Invite me into your dorm room while your roommates are sleeping. Are you kidding me? I have a question real quick. What is his rating on Uber? I mean, he's wearing a suit. He he's probably got a lot suit. of mints and gums and he, water he, bottles. Free water. Hey, free yeah. water in the back of my Uber. He's got free water an iPhone roofing. and Android charger. Oh, yeah. Maybe the LED lights in the back, too. With the, Yeah, you can play your Vanity own. Vanity plate? Yeah. That dude, that is intense. This dude is obviously going through some sort of midlife crisis, and he was like, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go for it. This is it. Yeah, what if he's like a successful lawyer or something, does not need the money at all, and he just drives around Ubering on Friday and Saturday <sighs> nights to try to pick up chicks in I mean, like a Mercedes or a BMW? Oh, he's Uber XL or Uber Black. Uber Black. Well, no, the classy he, chicks. He does, he does it for Uber X, though, so that college right. girls will get in his car. Oh, college yeah, girls yeah, yeah. are not getting Uber Blacks. Yeah, you're right, getting you're right. Uber X's. You're right. That's, that's atrocious. I think this guy does a lot of cocaine. Yeah. Co- cocaine. Hey, girls, you uh, want some snow? <laughs> want some snow? Oh, my God. It reminds me of a story we heard about a certain older gentleman in the greater Norfolk, Virginia area who offered to drive high school girls to their prom oh. because he was an upstanding member of the local community. I know. That, that. also well, was he, a Craigslist ad. Oh, my that God. Really that really happened. Yeah, it did. That really happened. Yeah, that, that's a real thing. I think this guy, I think we need to get him hooked up. People in Nashville listening to this show... Hire an Uber. Go hook this guy up. If he's driving a 2006 Mercedes E-Class, he's wearing a suit and offering you blow, that's the guy we're talking about. <laughs> 40 plus, I, that could mean 60. I don't actually know what 40 plus means. I think 40 plus is the new 60. I think that's a, a cool way to say you're 60. I'm old as fuck. Sorry. <laughs> oh, you're... Uh, he's not 60. I'm not 60. Wait, are, are you 40 plus? 
Maybe. Indeed. But I'm I'm 41, so I would never say 40 plus. <laughs> you say 41. would be 20 plus. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. that would be like 40 XXX. Like 40 plus is 72. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's my point. You you would say 41. You wouldn't right. say 40 plus. That's right. Um, can we talk about rosé for days? How do you guys feel about this? I um, my initial reaction was disgust. The very first sip, and then I drank the whole beer. So it wasn't that bad. I have exactly the same thoughts. My initial sip, maybe it's because of what we had drinking before. Yeah. I almost, I had like that little tingle in the back of your throat kind yeah. of deal, where, which is not good. But then I drank the whole thing and it actually wasn't bad once I got past that first sip. I think you had, my taste buds had to adapt to the rosé kind of soury. And now you're dazed. Flavor. You had the rosé. And now I'm dazed. And now you're dazed. Yeah. I would say the Fremont Pride was an um, 7.3. To me, a hoppy pride pilsner, 7.0. I get the rosé for days, 6.2 on my scale. What do you guys, what do you guys got? Rank them. I like that. Um, so, Fremont Pride, Seattle Kolsch, I'll give it a 4.8, which, as you know, 5.0 is a solid beer for me. Yeah. The hoppy pride pilsner, I'll give a 5.8, full point ahead of the uh, pride the other pride. Um, I give the rosé for days a... I'm going to give it a 5.6. It's surprising 5.6. What? It is, just happened that is, on this show. That is high. A true underdog story. Well, yeah. I'm going to go uh, Fremont Pride uh, 7. It's pretty good beer. It wasn't bad. Yeah, right? Yeah. And, and I'm going to go Hoppy Pride Pilsner uh five five. Oh wow okay. and then i'm gonna go with big the, discrepancy with, there with the rose days uh four five i four mean five? I, yeah i'm not that's, kick, fu- I'm that's not, not bad kicking out of you know what I mean. you're not kicking it out of bed for eating cookies right yeah that's right but have you guys ever had like a a froze no i've never had a froze come on what are you talking about? Well, the, sorry i was just, just in, a, I was just in austin when i was drunk and i oh, gave you my you experimented remember and i facetimed you guys they had froze like in one of those like mm. frozen machines. Oh no! Oh no! I have had those. Those and are amazing. Fucking fire! Because it was like yeah. Those are amazing. Noon. And it was ninety four out. It was amazing. Yeah. So and you're blacked. It just brought me back to those. It was more of a nostalgia five point whatever I said than an actual rating of that. But yeah, it just brought me back to last weekend, which was a great blackout. I think you called it a five six. Five six. Five, that six. might be high, but you know, I gave it the rating. It's five six. Guys, thanks for joining me. Seriously, that was Thanks awesome. Thanks for having us. Gee, do you have a special lock of the week, right, for Patreon members? I do. All right. So get on Patreon, donate to the show. Gee, lock of the week is the first tier. Second tier, second tier, we will call it your name on the show, and then you just tell us whatever you want us to say. We'll shout it out. The third tier, I'll go to the store, buy your beer, whatever you want. We'll drink it on the show and review it. Fourth tier, you get to call into the show on Skype and join us and talk with the guys while we drink one of the beers. Follow us on Twitter, hashtag 3Beers2. This week's giveaway is $50 Amazon gift card or $50 PayPal. Get on Twitter. Tell us what the next movie poster should be for something that happened in the sports world. Follow us on Instagram, hashtag 3Beers2. Talk to us about Lady Balls. Thanks, Gigi. No, that's it. <laughs> so thanks for joining us today, guys. Really had a pleasure. It was awesome. 3Beers2. Or associates. Associates.
I'm sorry for you this. You usually Felicia. find them in a dungeon down in the East Village. Yeah. Or trolling PB. I hope that uh, girls listening to this in San Diego are like, wait, I, I fucking know that guy. That's disturbing. <laughs> That's fine. I'm swaying my balls off, falls off, falls off, falls off. I'm cutting that. That's fine. <laughs> Leave it. <laughs> it'll, be at the, it'll be at the end. It's fine. Eiffel Tower? Yeah, no, oh. it's like this. It's like the girl's up here and you're like... We're off the drop, rails here. Dropping your dick. <laughs> it's like a teabag scenario yeah. with your dick. You're like an oil derrick dropping it into the well. <laughs> well, you would you know because you're from Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oil country Scooter. out there. Uh, off the rails. A limp uh, dick for or Orgasms. Just <laughs> <laughs> oh. ringing my bell. Oh, can we... <laughs> Can we kind yes. of uh, dive? Dive is a is a way to pronounce dive, but uh, dive deep on what is this guy? 